Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. Welcome into this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I am your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And today we are feeling a little bit uh, thematic, I guess you could say. Um, You know, even though the time has actually technically passed, uh, but nonetheless, uh, by the time you're listening to this anyway, um, we have decided to review something uh, that is in the spirit of the season, so to speak. And you're asking yourself, I'm certain, what season could you possibly be talking about? It's it's March. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) Um, and I don't blame you for, for having this question, um, but it is a uh, subject that is very near and dear specifically to redheads, which creep me the hell out. <laughs> I am talking, of course, about St. Patrick's Day, and what comes along with St. Patrick's Day is a bunch of Irish shit and a bunch of people claiming to be Irish all of a sudden. I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and admit this on the front end. Amanda. Um, but yes. just so we're on the same page, um, I have zero family lineage right. that I'm aware of that leads back to Ireland. Right. You are at, like, you're three fourths of your lineage is Polish. That's correct. <laughs> at a minimum. <laughs> at a minimum. Think, and they, they don't exactly. I think you had what? One grandparent who does not have Polish ancestry. <laughs> I don't even know if she doesn't have Polish ancestry, to be fair. <laughs> she will very well could. I don't know. Um, but I do know that I, I have nothing to do with, with Ireland. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But being as it is St. Patrick's Day, let's talk about the one, I, I guess, the, really the only, uh, you know, kind of celebration of Irish culture. At Disney World, and that would be over at Disney Springs, which is Raglan Road, you guys. So, yep. yeah. Why the children? I don't know. I, I really don't. So what is Raglan Road, you may ask? And um, I don't know why you're asking so many questions, if I'm being honest with you. Because, like, if... A, it feels like you, you don't have a microphone. Why, why are you asking these questions at me? It's weird. I'm just saying. Um, but if you are asking said question, I believe that we should turn it over to Amanda because I believe that she has a little bit of history. Um, so Ragland Road opened at Disney Springs October 21st, 2005. This would still put it when it was still downtown Disney. It opened in what is what was the Pleasure Island part of downtown Disney. I was about to um, say, was Pleasure Island still around back in That was, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it was around much longer after that, but um, it was still a Pleasure Island. It's now the landing section of Disney Springs um, that it's in. Wait, I'm sorry. Why is it called the landing? I don't know. Well, it's stupid. I'm just saying. I didn't like, name uh, this. Okay, but nothing is landing there. I mean, I get that. that not even the hot air balloon is landing there. Like, why well, would they call the it? Exactly. Why would they call it the landing? 
don't doesn't know. make any sense. Unless you, this is what my job is as, as the Disney cynic is to point this this kind of shit out. Like, why would you call it the landing if nothing's landing there? I do not know. I like how you mouth that first, just because for you were talking and I was trying not to interrupt you. No, no, no. You're okay to like say the words "I don't know." It's fine. I did. I've said "I don't know" several times. I, right, but come on. Like, I'm going to continue to ask these stupid ass questions. Anyway, <sighs> I apologize. I don't apologize. I apologize for nothing. <sighs> All right, so this is Raglan Road. You may be trying to figure out where it got its name. Um, Raglan Road is actually one of the best-known streets in Dublin, Ireland, so that's what it was named after. Um, This is actually apparently like a genuine Irish pub. Like they built it in Ireland and shipped it over here and then rebuilt it here. That seems excessive. (laughs) So it's... It's a real Irish bar. Um, it was it's was thought of by you know someone from Ireland. It was built in Dublin by Irish people using so, Irish materials. So this is what it sounds like to me. Ireland applied to be another country at Epcot, and they were like, "No, we already have England, and you're kind of already part of the United Kingdom, so no." And then they're like, "Oh, that no." Top of the morning to you. No, we, we're we're bringing something here over to Disneyland World. You know, or so, that was a terrible accent. Uh, that was and, and that then, sounded a lot more Canadian. Than yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been a long day. Who am I kidding? Um, so, but nonetheless, I, I, that's basically what it sounds like. Is they they were like, well, well, fine. If you don't want to take us as a country, you're going to take us as a restaurant. And Disney was like, okay. Right. So it's. It also says it's filled with Irish furniture, fittings, antiques, and art. And a lot of the um, employees there are also from Ireland as well. Um, So, yeah. um, It is, I would say, probably one of the most popular spots at Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, Certainly, it's damn near impossible to get oh, a reservation yeah. there. Um, I, can I be honest with you? Sure. I don't get it. Why don't you get it? What What don't you get? I, I, don't, I don't I don't. get why. So full disclosure, this is like my parents' favorite restaurant. It's one of the ones that they go to like almost every time right. that they come down. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm not saying that it's bad. Um, and I'm not saying that a pub atmosphere isn't fun. I'm saying I just don't get it. Okay. I, I don't get why this is such a popular destination. I think it's a combination of things. Um, if you've never been to Raglan Road, don't go there planning on having a conversation with the people. So they're in love. <laughs> yes. We're, I'm going to get into that. Part of maybe it's it's not maybe it's, it's definitely part of the reason why I don't. It get is it. definitely a very lively atmosphere, and it does bring a lot of Irish culture um, to Florida, um, which I think is really cool. And I mean, I also like the food. The food's good. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's all right. I mean there, there's. There's some highlights, certainly, and then there's some shit that I'm just never going to eat. 
I mean, you know, that's just take a look at the menu for God's sake. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry. The, the, there's uh, this may be an unpopular opinion, particularly with the Midwest crowd. Um, I also don't get stew. Like as just as a general dish. You don't like soup. So of course you don't get stew. Right, because it's just chunkier soup. I mean, t- tell me that I'm wrong about stew. I mean, I'm pretty picky on like when it comes to like soups and such, but I mean, I do enjoy a good chili, which you also complain is chunky. So, <sighs> okay. <sighs> How do I put this? I don't like my food wet. Okay, like I, I'm sorry, it's weird to, to to me. Like I don't understand overly saucing something. Like why? Why would we oversauce something? It, you're hiding something, as far as I'm concerned. Why would you boil perfectly good beef? Basically, like that's. You're you're looking at me as though I'm asking, like you know, why is the the sky blue? I like, I mean, it's not. It's even more ridiculous to me. Like, why why would why is the why does anybody like their food wet? I mean, I like soups because I like the soups that I like because they they're good flavor. That's not the texture for me. It's the flavor. Oh no! Texture is one thousand percent important to to food. It, it absolutely is, and um, I I have an aversion to slimy things, just in general. And I feel like soup and stew and all that kind of stuff is slimy. I'm, we're working out my my weirdness <laughs> over the podcast. I know. Well, welcome but. to your therapy session. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> and it's edited, so there's that. Thanks, yeah. Steve. Um, Watch Steve leave all of that in. <laughs> I'm certain that he will. <laughs> I'm certain that he will, because it's, it's it's embarrassing to me, and it's ridiculous. So, yeah, plus we have basically an hour to fill. Might as well fill it with ridiculous bullshit. Wait, that's the formula. Oh, okay. Let's continue. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Um, so, yeah, the menu does have a lot of things that you think about when you think of Irish and, you know, British food. Like, they do have fish and chips. They do have bangers and mash. They do have shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and other other dishes that I have never heard of, but... Um, appear to be Irish dishes. So there you go. I mean, but they appear to be Irish. They appear like well, they have one that's like Irish style potato cake. Um, right, but the way that you made it sound, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've never heard of a lot of this before. I'm I'm not right, up on exactly it- what is what exactly consist of irish food i i'm i'm gathering that but the way that you made it sound as though like 
a burger dressed up like in a leprechaun outfit. It appears to be Irish at that point. Right? I mean, that's not what I was going for, but... But now all I can picture is a cheeseburger uh, wearing a leprechaun. This is so. not the shamrock shake from McDonald's. That just because we, you know, make it green and release it in March. That that doesn't just make it Irish? No? No. No. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about dishes and and everything like that um i think we would be remiss particular particularly if mom and dad uh, are listening um there is a a guinness bread that that is served here that you know my parents in particular they just they they got the recipe from raglan road and they make it every year uh as a part of their St. Patrick's Day celebration and everything. Um, you know, thankfully not with cap- uh, cabbage because, you know, ew, gross. But anyway, uh, so so there's that. Um, let's see here. Um, the, the Guinness bread is actually pretty pretty good. It's good. You know, it's good bread. It, it's, I think it's Guinness soda bread, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. So, you know, the, you, and that you is have... not the only dish that they put Guinness in on this menu. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you, you got to be shitting Guinness me. Guinness. And also they have a dish that has Jameson whiskey. <laughs> I mean, which now that I look at this, I might need to try that next time. <laughs> okay. Why? Because it's. <laughs> It, it's wet with whiskey now. I mean, like it's a Jameson Irish whiskey barbecue sauce. That sounds delicious. Okay, but again, we're going back to wet food and sauce, and uh, um, oh I'm just I'm turned off by it. I I am. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I'm. Why am I apologizing? I'm not sorry for this. I, I'm not. It's it's weird to be, for food to be super super wet. That's what British food is. It's super wet. I guess that also applies to to, to the Irish as well. But still, it's just odd for me. Anyway. All right, fine. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I I have a standard here that every time that I've been to this restaurant, um, I, I will admit that, yeah, basically this is my time for fish and chips. Mm-hmm. It, here in Rosen Crown and I don't know, every now and then, like during Lent, I get a craving for Long John Silvers or something like that. But that that's really the only time that I'll I'll eat fish is you know, one of three places basically. Yeah. So um the fish and chips here, it's one of those giant pieces of fish. It's not one of those uh, you know, little strips or what have you that look it's like a chicken lot tenders. Like- it's a lot like the pieces at Rose and Crown. Right. I don't know if it's, it. I don't know if it's the same. I, I would presume that it's, you know, basically the same um, as uh, Rose and Crown, but it's basically just one giant piece of fish. Uh, and honestly, the only reason why I go for it is the beer batter. If, if we could just, if we could implement beer batter on more foods, I would be 
a happy person. I really would. Because beer battered shrimp, for, for instance, delicious. Beer battered chicken, also delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, what about like a country fried steak that was would be beer uh, battered? That sounds super delicious. So what I'm hearing is that I need to learn how to make something in a beer batter. No, not necessarily, <laughs> but like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool if you did one time. We'll see what I can do. Fair enough. Um, I, I think, I mean, <laughs> would you say that you've had more variety at Raglan no. Road? No. no? Okay. Um, I, too, am a fan of fish and chips, and I don't eat fish and chips a lot. I'm, I'm like you. I really only get it from certain places because I know it's going to be good, and that's essentially Rosen Crown and Raglan Road. <laughs> And you don't even have the whole Catholicism. I don't. I don't. No, I mean, I do, but I do like, I do like fish and I eat fish a lot more than you do just in yes. general. Um, but, you know, and typically, you know, I, I go for more like salmon or things like that. But if I'm at, if I'm at Raglan Road or if I'm at Rosen Crown, I'm getting fish and chips. I mean, fair enough. As you should. I mean, it's the one thing that that British people are known for, from a cooking perspective, that isn't gross. You know why? Care to take why, a guess? Why, babe? Is it because uh, it's not wet? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, the, 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 it's just, it's the truth for me. I don't know. You know. I'm sorry, um, uh, Amanda just yawned, and that that just made me laugh. <laughs> she looked like her jaw detached like a snake. During well, that, you yeah. know, I am able to pop my jaw pretty oh. much at will. So, oh, do it, do it into the microphone. Ready, ASMR people? Oh God, it sounded like a heart beating. <laughs> that, that was disgusting. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to get back on track with that. All right, so just remember you asked me to do it. Yeah, I know. This is all my fault. This whole episode is really off the rails already. Um, but that's not unlike St. Patrick's Day in general. It, it is an off the rails type day. Thank God. It it, you know, it falls on a Friday this year. Uh, you know, and so I'm on spring break. Yeah. So, like, woo, tank, dad. Um, so, all right. It, is there any other items here that we've actually tried? Come to think of it? Um, I don't think so. Um, I need to look. I think I may have had dessert here. Um, yeah, I got no. Yeah, I've had. I've not. <laughs> and if I, I have, they changed the menu. So, um, fair, fair enough. Uh, so we're we're not done with this whole thing yet because if it was just dinner, it'd be one thing. But it's dinner and a show. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And that show is just that Riverdance commercial from 1995, but like over and over and over and over again to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. 
with, with I mean, no, not really. Um, no. However, I just discovered that you can actually go on their website and they have like the list of like who's playing. So it's like they actually have like a couple of different bands um, or musicians that. Well, okay, play. so yes, they 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 do. Um, there there are. <sighs> There's a patio. But we we really should talk about the whole of, of Ragnarok, right? Because so this it, like is it's, it's a it's a big restaurant. It's a big place, which astounds me how they they run out of reservations all the time because it is such a big restaurant. But like, there's an outdoor patio bar area where they have live music uh, on a nightly basis. Um, it always appears to me as though. There, it's just some guy with an open guitar case, like just angling for tips. But it's not. Well, he still opens his guitar case and asks for tips, so there's that. But well, I mean, yeah, I'm certain that he was paid to be there. That, like, I'm pretty sure that Disney security over at, uh, you know, the the parking garages over at the Lime Garage, for instance, they would not just allow you to walk in with a guitar all of a sudden. Right. So, right. Um, I'm presuming that he's clean, I guess, is, is what I'm getting yeah. at. But up until uh, the security checkpoints uh, that, that were caused by the pandemic, I, I couldn't verify that. I couldn't <laughs> verify that. Um, so, so there's that. There's also a rather large gift shop that mm-hmm. uh, has a whole bunch of Guinness shit because apparently Ireland is just like Jamaica and all they produce is, you know, beer specific merchandise for for souvenirs for tourists i guess i don't know uh, but, but there's also like family crests and that kind of stuff and yes you know if you are if you are if you know your family crest and all that jazz there's a way for you to look it up and get a whole sheet and i of actually paper have experience off. with that i yeah. actually have some experience with doing that um that, that's why i brought it up yeah um so they actually and it's not just irish um so if you know your family is of english or welsh or scottish um descent as well they can do those crests i believe they have a couple of other countries i think they have germany as well um my family i know for a fact that my mom's family is of german descent because we've been able to trace back that far um and then we're pretty sure that um, my dad's family is English and Irish descent. So I've gotten, we've gotten several family crests done there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, they don't have Polish crests. I don't know that no. Poland has crests, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, if they did, it's news to me. Uh, <laughs> frankly, all I can think of is uh, going skiing. <laughs> uh what? Because oh. every Polish person has a ski at the end of their name. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's true. Um, so, like, if, if you have that heritage in you and you want to celebrate that, I'm not judging you. You, you go right ahead and you get yourself a, a family document of some kind. Um, there's multiple ways to look it up. I believe there's even an online, uh, like, com- or there's like a computer station set up so that you can... There is. It's up. yeah. There's a computer station in there. Um, look it up. 
Yeah, and there's, you know, of course, the, the you know, there's hats and all sorts of other goofy shit. A lot of Raglan Road merchandise. There is jewelry as well. Um, a lot of jewelry featuring, like, the different Celtic knots and everything, so. Yeah, so um, if you're looking for tacky Irish shit, go there, uh, right? And, you know, that that's that's about where... I would send you if you're that intent on a souvenir of some kind. Um, There's also like a quick service thing that's outside. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, And I believe that that one is called Cooks of Dublin. But it shares a kitchen, no doubt, with with Raglan Road. Yes. Um, So it's Basically, like the quick service part of Racklin Road. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially what it is. Um, yeah, it's um, according to the the website, which by the website for this, I do mean the Disney Springs website. Oh. Um, it does say, you know, it's feast on fast, fresh Irish fare at this family-owned eatery beside Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's a quick service, so it's is a little bit cheaper. Um, they're saying the price range is like fifteen dollars and under. There's when also a line. Uh, There's always speaking. a line, and they don't have. You're not going to get a lot. You know, it's quick service, so of course they have fish and chips. Um, and they have some other. They have some burgers. I'm sure they um, have stew, which is gross, but you know. Uh, no, you make a big pot not, of that shit. I'm certain. Not at the quick service. They don't. Oh, oh, okay. Well, whew. I can um, walk in there easy then, you know, because yeah, you know, it's like fish and chips. Yeah, nothing smells delicious like a boiled carrot. Let me tell you. Um, they do have an Irish cheese and bacon dip. <laughs> what specifically makes it Irish if it's cheese and bacon? It's the it's the type of cheese. It's Irish. It's actually Irish cheese. Oh, okay. All right. So that makes me feel a little less weird about it. Um Dubliner cheese. Of course it's called Dubliner cheese. Um yeah. okay. All right. So th- there's a lot of like flashy accoutrement the to to this restaurant. Um but also there is a stage show of, of sorts, and this is that's the main where stage. yeah, this is where the the river dance really comes back to to life, uh, and then all of a sudden women start flailing their legs, uh, men start playing uh, what appear to be fiddles, but like yes. not country fiddles, uh, more, Irish fiddles. I, yeah, that that seems superfluous and silly. Um, you know, there there's generally speaking. Um, like a line dance of sorts that that comes about. So, okay, so they have looks like a total of like three different bands that kind of rotate like which stage they play on and when they play. Um, and then they have the Raglan Road Irish dancers that also perform. Um, so and this is traditional Irish step dancing, uh, which is. I find fascinating to watch. I I, I think I love it would it. be interesting if they did that against, you know, street break dancers in a you got served style battle of dancing. 
I mean, two different styles of dancing, but okay. Right. Two right. very different styles of dancing. But Precisely okay. like uh, why I would like to see those two compete. And you got okay. serve style match. To the um, I can attest, I have not done Irish step dancing, but I've done clogging. And Irish step dancing is a lot more advanced than clogging. And clogging is a workout. So I know that this, that Irish step dancing is also... Of Why are you laughing? Clogging. Yes, like, I've done clogging, and I'm proud of it. I didn't say you shouldn't be proud of it, but I, I, I might not have admitted that if it was me. Why? Why? Well, because clogging is ridiculous. All I can no, think of is wooden shoes and Dutch people. No. No. That's all I can think of. I didn't no, say it was all it. there is to it. So, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let, let's, let's just go through the through the rating and everything like that. Um, I, I, I want us to take into account the whole of the experience here. Not just the food, but the outside, the the inside, right. the the gift shop, the quick because service. Because this is an experience. Right. It's a whole fucking thing. Uh, and so, like, if you don't do the whole fucking thing, then you're, you're not you're not really doing Raglan Road. Um, Amanda, on yes. a scale of one to five Raglans, how many roads are you giving it? Four. You're giving it four. Okay. So it sounds like there's room for improvement. What could they do? It's just like really the biggest thing. I, I do like the atmosphere, but the it, it does get really loud in there. Um, so this is not the place to go to if you're wanting to have a conversation with the people you're with. There's a little bit of irony there because that's exactly <laughs> what happened to us uh, when we came down one one time for, uh, you know, we, we came down in 2019 before, you know, the world shut down and everything. We came yep. in and, and we saw uh, 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 one of our former guests, uh, Alyssa, and her husband, mm-hmm. John. And it mm-hmm. was nice to see them. I don't remember a single word of conversation that we had that night. Nope. I know that we tried. I know that we tried to have a conversation that night. I um, think we gave up. I think we just yeah. ended up giving up talking um, because we couldn't. It was. It's very loud. Because you have to understand, like, there's always either music or the step dancing going on. Something's always going on. Um so yeah, it it yeah, <laughs> it's very much a pub atmosphere. But see, to me, like a pub is also a place where you can go and talk as well. Like, yes, there's there's someone in the corner playing music, but it's not so loud that it's deafening, and there's not a stage show going on, and that's what a pub is. Now, this is like I said, an experience, and. I recommend that everybody go and have the full experience before I oh, give yeah. it my rating. Okay. So I, I would s- certainly suggest go try the food, get a, a table as close to the stage as you can get it. Watch the Irish jig dancers and what have you and all, all of that. Um, because it is certainly a worthwhile experience. However, however, my rating on this 
It's going to be a two out of five. What? It is. Why? Okay, so the fish and chips, like, for me, I, I, I'm more comfortable with the idea of fish and chips with smaller pieces of fish. Okay. I, don't ask me why. It's, it's one of those weird idiosyncrasies that, that I have. I would much rather have three strips of fish than one giant piece, even if that one giant piece led to more actual meat and such. Um, I, I get it. This is a, a whole episode or a whole half of an episode revealing just how weird I am about food. I, I understand that. Um, but ultimately, it's because, you know, it's a, it seems to be a place that a lot of people do go and meet up and go do go yeah. and ha- have a, uh, you know, a gathering of sorts. And that, for God's sake, I can't hear a damn thing that anybody says in that place. So right. because of that, like I'm, I'm detracting from the atmosphere to a degree. Here's what you should do. Okay. If you, if you're going to go do this, go as a couple and go and just enjoy the show and just yeah. go there for the show. Don't bring anybody with you. Don't don't bring another couple. It's not a double date situation uh, in my mind. Uh, it, certainly, I. It's not that it's not a family experience, but like, how the hell are you going to tell your kids to stop acting up if they're acting up and they can't hear you because of all the the clogging and the 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 table slapping and all that that stuff that's gone. So, like, it, it's just a very hectic atmosphere and. While I can appreciate that in a smaller bar, it is a big place that it's you are trying to like wade through. Going to the bathroom there is like it's a Rubik's cube of trying to get through traffic because you don't know if you're running into to dancers or servers or other patrons and all that stuff. I yeah, I, I would prefer something a little bit more organized personally, but maybe this is just the irish i don't know the you know if this is if this is what it's like as for a pub in uh in dublin okay i'll give it the authentic experience and i'll say that i don't need to go to a pub in dublin because i, I won't enjoy myself as much i would like a, a little bit of a quieter place still have some irish music playing in the background um although i will say there if you want the food here and if you're like genuinely interested in just that portion there is kind of an an alcove kind of cut out from there. Um, you can kind of go back into this little nook. It basically backs up to Wine Bar George, right? And so, like, it does. There is a section of it. It's kind of away from the the hectic atmosphere that is the stage show. But I wouldn't go that way. I, I would literally, I would legit go just as a couple to to watch the show, and that's it. I mean, yeah, I think you do get a pretty authentic, you know, and I'm speaking as someone who's never been to Ireland. Right. Um, right. You know, but I, I still, I think it is a fairly authentic experience that you're getting. Um, you are getting a lot of traditional Irish music. You are getting the traditional Irish um, step dancing and that kind of thing. So I think it is something that is a pretty authentic experience. Well, down yourself again, Guinness real quick, and hopefully you enjoyed that review of Raglan Road. If not, you're welcome to just send us hate mail. It's fine. Um, 
what? I'm I'm okay with the hate mail. We can I'm, burn I'm it aware. in winter. We can't. Um, uh, what? Anyway, nothing. I said nothing. You you sighed is what you did. I always sigh. I know, and it's distracting. Anyway, let's let's uh let's get to some news here. Uh, looking through here, you would think that this would have been kind of like a quiet week, um, but there were some a couple of interesting little tidbits and and everything like that. Um, for one thing, an Imagineering executive, uh, specifically uh, Chris Beatty. Uh, who is the Imagineering Creative Portfolio Executive, um, said that they are listening. To what? Well, apparently the reaction of fans uh, at the D23 Expo in particular, um, specifically regarding the the villains section of the, the park that it got kind of announced, but not really announced because he kind of backtracks a little bit in the same sort of interview. He, he says that, you know, that they were kind of just flooding the presentation uh, with what the, his team is, quote unquote, dreaming about. Okay. But they're taking note of the fact that, you know, yay and all that, you know. Yeah, that 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 okay. sort of that was sort of the reaction to the villains concept when they dropped that at D twenty three. So I agree with the cheering. I'd like a villains park, but yeah. a whole park, not just a little sliver of Disneyland or Disney right. World or right. Magic Kingdom. No, like not a sliver of one park. Make a whole freaking park dedicated right. to all the villains. Because many of the Disney villains, not all, uh, are kind of complex. And they do speak to to certain people on on a certain level. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I would say that you can kind of, for all those uh, who complain about the lack of Darth Vader uh, over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you could make him the the official mascot of Tomorrowland of a Tomorrowland villains version, basically. Yeah. Uh, same thing could be said for uh, Malfeasance or whatever her name is. Maleficent. Malfeasance, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, oh she could be the um, the 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 sort of the token mascot of a fantasy land, if you will. Um, you can make a haunted mansion that's less goofy, kind of. Can and make I? It... Can I make a suggestion? Uh, absolutely. So, you've mentioned this before, where to have it mirror to have the the villains park mirror um, Magic Kingdom. I would literally like it to mirror but, Magic Kingdom, but make it villains. Right. So, if we're gonna do that. I think the castle, since at Magic Kingdom we have Cinderella's castle, um, I think the the castle or the whatever the centerpiece is at um, at this park, make it be the villain from Cinderella. So instead of it being like Maleficent, the stepmother, make it the stepmother. 
make it like Cinderella's like house that she grew up in and the stepmother and stepsisters. Um, I feel like that would kind of play a little, a little better to have it because Maleficent would be the, if, if they did something like this at Disneyland, which I know they, they don't have the room for, but still right. Maleficent goes with that better because that's Sleeping Beauty's enemy. Yeah, I get that. Um, also, I gotta be honest: the uh, the Cinderella as the uh, the stepmom as a villain doesn't really play as well as you know a woman who uh, turns into a dragon. I mean, I get that, but I mean that's just again just just a thought, just a thought. No, it's I mean it's not a terrible thought. It's more it's more accurate than than mine would be. But you know, like I said, dragon lady. So, there's that. Sure, sure. Um, God, what would they do for, like, the evil country bears? What would they do for what? Like, an evil country bears. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Maybe they do Lester's Possum Park. From <sighs> Goofy Movie. That would be great, actually. Maybe. Just malfunctioning animatronics all over the place. Yeah. Wait, wait that's just... Country bear. <laughs> who, who am I kidding? Um, like, there, there's definitely some play there that you could do, even with like Adventureland and like, I don't know, because there was a, you know, the that new movie or whatever. You can have the 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 villains from that movie be the the skippers of the of a different Jungle Cruise, where all they do is show you know snakes and shit. I don't know. Right. Just speaking out loud. Um, I, I'm glad that Disney is, if they are genuinely listening, I'm, I'm thrilled at that. I am. Um, because I, the fans are the ones who are going to dictate what, what their business level is over the next 15 to 20 years. Right. They absolutely are. And, you know, it, it is promising that Iger uh, in his return has has said that he wants to reinvest in the parks uh, and you know it's promising that this guy has come out and said that we're you know that we're listening uh, because quote unquote we took note of how loud the applause was uh, regarding the villain stuff so yeah. you know it's great that they're doing that um, but it, I, I, again this is something that I've been wanting Iger to do since his return. Deliver. Yeah. And, and like, we at least now have a date for the, the annual pass lifting of the, the reservation shit after two o'clock. That's nice. The April 18th. Woohoo. Finally, I don't have to, to worry so much about that. Um, right. But it's also, it is something that I feel like could have been done a lot sooner. You know, yeah. I, like yeah. there's, there's just a lot of stuff that I feel like they could do immediately that they don't do. And even right. Iger has said that, you know, more than once and very recently that the cost of a Disney vacation is too high. Yeah. Which, you know, as Locals and everything like that. I don't think we appreciate as much the cost of, of the full cost of a Disney vacation because we pay sixty bucks a month for for the pass. Right. We, we don't pay for hotels. We don't pay for three squares a day. We don't pay for uh, you know 
every souvenir that that comes out that we have to get because we're only going to be there for a limited amount of time. You know, right. so it's it's a different relationship that we have with the parks and everything like that. But God, the you know, I I wanted us to take a like a long weekend type thing or, or something like that. Um, you know, coming up in uh, April or May or something, and like the prices on these hotels are astoundingly high. Yeah, they are. It's it is ridiculous. And, and like to the point where I'm like. I, I feel like, you know, staying over at the Gaylord or staying over at Bonnet Creek is the play now, or certainly Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. Because, like, not for nothing, like, 300 something dollars for a room over at Port Orleans, that is not a $300 a night hotel. No. It's, It's just not. Um, it's, Almost four hundred bucks a night uh, over at um, Coronado Springs. Which, if I'm staying in Grand Destino Tower, okay, I can kind of sure. see it a little, but I, I'm still not seeing that much because right. you know we we've stayed in nicer places for cheaper right. and recently, so right. it just doesn't make sense to me. To, to really spend that much money on the, the the resort experience, especially because I continue to see just through news and through anecdote a, a declining resort experience, right. if I'm being honest with you. So I hope that the, the, these prices do kind of come down a little bit. Um, I think that the best way to do that is add rooms. I think they're, you know, they're doing that with the Polynesian, but they're doing it with DVC. I, I would like to see them open up. And this is something that I haven't seen in forever, in forever. But I would like to see them open up a, a deluxe resort that does not have a DVC component to it. I would love that because it has been forever. I mean, I, I, I literally cannot think of the last time that they opened up a, a, a deluxe resort. A deluxe resort that right. doesn't that didn't have a DVC component, right? I, I even like something like for or, or like Wilderness Lodge that always had DVC attached to it, you know. So yeah, I, I think the the maybe the last one. To not have a DVC component to it might have been actually Grand Floridian. When it opened? Yeah. Oh, no, I take that back. I guess uh, I guess Beach Club. Beach Club, yeah. yeah. Beach and Yacht Club, yeah. And I guess Yacht Club still doesn't have DVC attached to it, so there, there's that. But... Like I, I would like to see them open up a, a regular resort that does not have the DVC sales pitch to it. Right. Just just for fun. Just for a while. Just to see how it goes. Yeah. You know, and, and let's see that. Uh, the last time that they opened a resort that didn't have a DVC component to it was Art of Animation, if I'm not mistaken. I believe and that, so. And that technically is a, a value resort. So, right. One, you know, I guess, and I guess the last moderate 
to open up would technically be Coronado Springs because Port Orleans Riverside used to be Disney uh, right. Dixie, Landings. Dixie Landings. So, you know, it's, it's just been a while since we've gotten a, a new resort that didn't have the sales pitch to it. I, I guess. And that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, but, you know, hopefully some of these things can be delivered upon. Uh, and I think that one thing that, that could help kind of rally the the whole Disney fan base a little bit is a return to more of the the Disney service, I guess you could say, or that, that level of service that's actually expected and not just, you know, begged for on, on – <laughs> you know, on this here podcast, on message boards all over the place, on Facebook groups and so on and so forth. And I think the best way to start doing that might be to make the cast members happy. Yeah. Um, I do have one correction for you. The last resort to open that was not DVC, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, Yep, you caught me. And... Maybe that was a boondoggle. All right. Maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> um, the reason why I bring up the cast members, though, is because uh, it, it sounds like next week the the, the union uh, for Disney cast members and Disney are getting together again to try to uh, you know come to an agreement and everything. Um, I think Disney needs to do a couple things here with this. One they need to officially beat out universal for starting wages. Yeah. Um, set the tone, set the tone. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily, you know, captain union guy or anything like that, but also I, I can see the dejected faces that I'm encountering every time that I go into a park and, mm-hmm. you know, I, Outside of the peppy college girl whose mom and dad pay for everything and she's there on her uh, college program tour, there's really not a lot of joy coming out of those people. So I, 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 would, hopefully, I would hope that they do that uh, and, and set the tone for, for wages and everything like that. Um, apparently there are um, protests going on. Uh, for for cast members, um, they're, they're um, trying to rally public support uh, for for them. They have it already from me. Uh, yay, cast members, go team, go! Um, please don't bro- block traffic. That's all I'm asking. Is yeah. that is that weird to ask? No. Okay, good, good. Um, you know, the longer that these kind of discussions go on the worse it makes disney look yeah i realize that disney is in some financial issues right now but they just laid off seven thousand employees and they did that to save money there's it's been outright spoken that they did that straight up to save money um and that's that's fine i guess but also what are you saving that money for right if you're giving it back to the the stockholders it's okay if they don't get a dividend every once in a while. It genuinely right. is. It's time to to pay the employees 
and make the experience better because that's how you genuinely get better profits is by people wanting to come back. So here's to hoping that that, that's what takes place personally. Um, You know, I, again, just don't, don't block traffic. That's all I'm asking. It's fair. Um, because apparently they're protesting over by Magic Kingdom. Oh, um, I think that they've been doing that because this isn't going to be the first time. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were doing that over in like the cast member parking lot behind Magic Kingdom. Okay, so that's weird. It's not really public then at that point. So, um, I mean, it depends on where because you can access that parking lot. Like, you, well, excuse me, you can drive past that parking lot. Um, on, you know, like some, you know, there are roads that go behind. Sure. Sure. It's not like security is going to take you out if you, if you wander back there or whatever, but But they will take you out if you try to, you know, gun it through. Like, I think like, I think like part of, yes, they can protest, but I think part of it is they can't stop traffic. They can't impede people trying to get to the park. So, um, I know that they've had protests before and I'm pretty sure that's where it was back behind magic kingdom. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm hopeful. Here's still hoping that they get a raise here. So, and this is entirely a different perspective than I think someone who's a true investor, uh, and everything like that. I am unconcerned with Disney's profitability right now. Right. They have been nickeling and diming me and God knows how many other Disney fans for however long here. Uh, right. Specifically, you know, since really the JPEG era uh, right. started happening. Um, so I'm unconcerned with their profits. I'm simply concerned with my enjoyment at this right. point. You happen to turn a profit, cool. But in the meantime here, yeah, the, this is kind of like the easiest uh, argument ever. To make it's kind of like saying pay the teachers. Yep. Which I mean, who, please do. Yeah. For my own sake. Um <laughs> just so just so we can, you know, pay rent easier and all that kind of stuff. But, we like to eat, okay? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. And we'd like to continue to bring you this podcast. It all comes out of pocket. And as yeah. much as we try to write it off on our taxes, eh, they, yeah. They're not letting us. So. Yeah, they're not letting us right now. Certainly not the annual pass, which that would be an excellent tax break if we could. But anyway, I, I, I digest. So um, one final note here uh, before we wrap up. Um, I know that some of you might have been uh, interested to see what my thoughts were on Tron, especially after I went off on a whole rant about how, you know, Tron hates fat people and Disney hates fat people and all that stuff. Well, as it turns out, um, <laughs> there's a reason why it's not getting reviewed today. Yes. Uh, and that reason is I hurt my back and I could not move for like three days, basically. So, um, I'm fine now. I'm fine now. I wish that our, uh, you know, we were able to reschedule, uh, our pass order preview or whatever, but unfortunately that nay, that's not allowed. Um, so I'm going to have to wait until the Tron opens to the general public, at which point I may end up paying for the lightning lane. Ooh. I, might, I know I don't want to, but I don't know what else that I'm, that, you know, if we don't get the virtual queue, you yeah. know, I'm I, like, I'm not going to magic kingdom unless I'm, uh, 
right. going to ride Tron. Yeah. Yeah, so, no. yeah. you know, I might as well make it worth my while if I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah, there's a reason why we're not talking um, Tron, but I promise you here in a couple weeks, once it's open, once I get a chance to, to actually go down and, and check it out, I'll provide my thoughts. In the meantime, Amanda. Yes. We're on social media, are we not? We are on social media. Uh, you can find us at um, Cynics on Disney on Instagram, on Pinterest, and on TikTok, and Cynical Disney on Facebook and Twitter. And of course, this uh, show is brought to you by NotClub33.com. Make sure that you are going to check out NotClub33.com for all the latest and greatest updates, including but not limited to the Notcast. Recently here, it has been revealed that um, Pat might be a savant. I like I've never heard the term genius being thrown about uh, on that show, uh, but it was thrown about on that show. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm blown away. I, I genuinely am that, that it was. Um, I'm also blown away that it wasn't attributed to me. So, you know, this is really frustrating, but what, 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 thanks again for the visual joke of rolling your eyes, but you know, everything is not a competition. And that's why you fail. Anyway, uh, so make sure that you're going to check out the Notcast uh, on every Friday uh, at 4 p.m. Magic Kingdom time. That's East Coast time for all of you California folks. In the meantime, guys, we still are on our ever uh, ongoing mission to have you guys rate us and review us and tell us what you think. Give us some more feedback on whatever platform that you are listening to us on, whether that is Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, however you're listening to us. Thank you for doing so, but take that extra step. Make sure that you go rate and review us. Make sure that you're subscribed to us as well. It helps get the uh, this podcast out to more listeners, so we genuinely appreciate it for doing so. Meantime, guys, until next week, we appreciate you listening, and we want you to have yourselves a magical, magical fucking day.